to write is to be a storyteller. Stories are how we navigate this world. Books let us dream. Everyone has a story. Someone out there needs to hear your story. Without books, this world would be a gray place. Writing is hard, but it is worth every struggle when you are holding the book you wrote in your hands. I'm Christina, the dyslexic author, and I want to help you become the amazing writer I know you are. Hello, fellow writers, and welcome back to the Dyslexic Author Podcast. I'm Christina, and I'm here to help you through your woes and adventures in writing and publishing. So today's episode, we are going to talk about your senses again. That's right, we're talking about senses. So this episode is about how to use your senses to create a habit writing faster. So like a habit writing? Wow, a habit in your writing faster. There we go. I can speak, I promise. So today we're going to talk about this. Why do we need to create a writing habit? So habits help us to be more productive, basically to have more gains in whatever we are trying to accomplish in life. So for writers, that is obviously to create books, right? For most of us, it's going to be novels um, or stories in a somewhat faster time frame. Because if you're just like me, you know that you have stories popping into your head way faster than you can get them out on paper, right? So we want to create habits that'll help this workflow go faster, that'll help this process go quicker so that we can get through the process and move on to the next story. Um, Writing habits, I always try to explain them in a good visual way. So to me, writing habits are just habits in general are like if you're going to go hiking, right? And you're just, you decided you're going to hike to this place that nobody has ever been before, right? Especially you, you're going to start hiking. Well, along the way, you are going to have to make that trail. You're going to have to cut down the weeds and the vines, and you're going to have to move big rocks out of the way or big logs that, you know, trees that fell over years ago or something like that. You are going to have to do the work to move the things out of the way to get that trail made. But from then on, every time you do it, it gets easier and it gets faster, right? There's still going to be vines that grow across in the time between, you know, between you walking through it. There's going to be things like that. You're going to have to keep making that trail. So the more you go through that trail, the faster and easier it's going to be for you to get from point A to point B. That's what a habit is. And that's the same thing with writing. So what you want is if it's outlining, right? If you're just outlining your book, you want to be able to get through from the point of idea and development all the way through a finished outline quicker and faster same thing with writing your draft you want to be able to sit down and once you have your outline you want to be able to go from you know writing first page chapter one right all the way through writing the end in a faster um way right that's why NaNoWriMo is so popular by the way is that you get it done in a month generally <laughs> right it depends on what you're writing depends on if you're doing epic novel you're gonna have to do it over like two or three NaNoWriMo's right but the point is is to sit down and get it done so that's what NaNoWriMo is it's creating a habit um, and it works for some people it doesn't work for some so it's up to you guys you guys give it a try let me know but um, that's what you want is you want to become more productive and you want to be basically getting the, the project done the WIPs uh, works in progress if you use those words um, faster 
So one of the best ways to do it, to create these habits and to start getting into this zone where you get these projects done faster is to use your senses to create habits. So one day we will get into the actual habits when it comes to making them easy, making them obvious and things like that, which all come from, um, oh my gosh, what is the name of that book? I can't remember right now. Atomic Habits. There we go. By James Clear. He has amazing tips at how to make sure habits work for you and then keep you keep doing it. You create an actual habit. So we're going to talk about using your senses though. So senses are a great way to anchor habits, to get your brain anchored into specific habits. Writing, we can use our sense of smell, taste, hearing, and touch. And let's go into each of these one by one. So let's talk about your sense of smell. Sense of smell is one of the best ways to anchor to memory or to anchor to um, habits, right? To anchor to something you need to get into. Well, let's go ahead and talk about creative process is a good word for it, I think. Um, artists do this, writers do it. And remember that writing is an art form. Writing is a creative art form. So when we sit down and write, it's not like we're filling in spreadsheets or anything. It's not a logical number-based situation. It is going to be a cre creative process. So everybody's process is going to be different. But sense of smell, when you sit down, if you light the same candle every time, if you use essential oils every time, drink the same tea. Um, I say drink the same tea because it's the smell of the tea for me. Um, the taste is, you know, the same too, but the smell of tea is what really gets me. Um, candles, things like that. So all of those sense of smells, it's going to help anchor your brain and help build that neural pathway. Um, stronger and deeper and more anchored into your brain, into your subconscious, if you will, <laughs> so that it becomes a faster process. Uh, sense of taste. Let's go back to tea because I did mention that. So tea, you know, I drink black tea, green tea, sometimes peppermint tea because I love peppermint tea, but all of those different teas will kind of do different things. They make me feel a little bit differently. Uh, peppermint tea is a very good every day. Um, I use peppermint tea specifically because I do have a sensitive sub, uh, stomach. And you know us Americans, we like greasy, fattening foods that we probably shouldn't. So <laughs> I'm constantly eating things and I'm like, that was a bad idea. So peppermint tea is really good for that. Um, I love black tea because it does have the caffeine kick in it that you know, you're going to need sometimes in life. Um, I started drinking that actually when I was working in an ER um, on the night shift. So I learned that black tea is, is I'm going to use the word better than coffee, but I'm pretty sure there's gonna be a doctor out there being like, no, it's not. <laughs> but I also love green tea because it has the detoxing um, characteristics to it as well. All three of them, different flavors, you know, make me go into kind of different modes, right? When I'm drinking black tea, I get into like this working mode. When I drink green tea, I'm like, just chill and relax. And when I'm drinking peppermint tea, it is normally like me laying on the couch, you know, hanging out with my kid <laughs> kind of a thing. Um, and then you have hearing. So hearing is an amazing sense, especially for writers. I think this is one of the easiest things that we can do as writers to kind of help create and anchor those, um, those habits of writing, our habit times. So it's going to be create a playlist when you write, there's, I have multiple playlists for when I'm sitting down to write, but as a writer, creating a playlist will help you kind of get into that mode. So I have non-vocal playlists. So normally mine are all going to be soundtrack based. Um, I have a science fiction one. So when I'm working on, currently I'm working on Rebellion, which is a second book in the Ancient Blood trilogy. Um, 
I'm working on the edits for that. Woohoo! Um, so that is going to be a lot of sci-fi music. So I actually have the soundtracks to two. I want to say two of the newer Star Trek films. Um, I also have something else that I can't remember. I have a bunch of just like like sci-fi-ish. Normally I don't get through the two soundtracks for this, the Star Trek. Um, the new sound Star Treks. There we go. Because... By the time I get through that, it, that, I mean, those are pretty long soundtracks. So normally by the time I get through those two, that's when I stop writing. So I can't remember what else I put on there science fiction-wise. Um, I also have a fantasy writing playlist. My first soundtrack on there, and it, I pretty much end up, once we get to the end of it, I end up, you know, going back to the, the top and starting it again because I love it so much, is from The Last Witch Hunter. Love that movie, and it's very fantasy, like, because I'm, I'm currently working on some hashing out some um, details for a series that's going to be very witch vampire werewolf kind of based so that is going to be you know that kind of has that same feel that I want that kind of a little bit darker side to it so finding soundtracks that you like oh I forgot my calm writing playlist so I have one that is for calm stuff that's going to be if I'm writing like those Hallmark movie styles that I love those little romances I do love romantic novels not like mommy porn novels um more like hallmark film novels like you know the ones at the end where you're like oh love does really exist and it's somewhere out there you know what I mean just one of those things that just makes you feel happy and and excited about the world (laughs) when there's so many things in this world that make you a little less excited so that's why I like reading those happy happy books but I also like writing them as well um and I've got a couple of those that are just kind of in outline mode Um, so that's what I use the calm playlist and my soundtrack, my favorite soundtrack that's on the top of that one. I have a couple different ones on there, but on the top of that one is Pride and Prejudice, the one with Keira Knightley. I freaking love that playlist. Oh, it's just the best. It's whenever I need to calm down. That is the best playlist just to listen to. Um, I also have a playlist that is all Regal, uh, Regal era music. Um, I'm trying to remember what I labeled it as and I can't remember right now, but that is also if I want to, if I want to even think about, sometimes I write down like little blurbs or a little synopsis of story ideas in a notebook, uh, just to get them out of my head. Because like I said, ideas pop into my head all the time and I'm like, F out right now. There's, there's too much going on. This is, this is like New York traffic. I cannot have this. So I have to write story ideas into, uh, into notebooks um, to get them out of my head and know that they're there so that when I'm looking for an idea, they're there. But um, that is one of the playlists I use for that stuff a lot of times. So yeah, um, using playlists, using music is a great way. And I say non-distracting is just because you don't want something with words that you're going to end up singing along to or accidentally typing those words in. I've done that. Don't do it. <laughs> it's really annoying when you go back to edit. Um, but using non-distracting music or you could even use white noise. White noise is also an amazing example. So sound of waves crashing on a beach, which is my favorite one. I'm sorry, it is. Um, it's very calming, very relaxing, and it's just something to not distract your brain, but just kind of have background noise. Uh, you can also use sounds of like jungles. They have rainfall sound. Rainfall sounds is so relaxing, but that one puts me to sleep. So I can't do that one. Um, I will fall asleep. It's really bad. Also, let's move on to the next sense is the sense of touch. When writing, I know this sounds like weird. You're like, what? Um, so I love the sense of touch in the sense of like a blanket. 
or socks. I know this sounds weird. I will get into this and explain this in a second. Blanket or socks or even the same chair. You know what I mean? If you're in a good comfy chair, that's a good like tactile kind of thing. You're, you're feeling the, the comfort there. Um, when I wrap up in a blanket, it calms me down. I love being super cozy in fluffy, warm blankets. Same thing. My feet are always cold. Okay. This might be a side effect of having been an ice skater since I was a competitive ice skater since I was nine, right? My feet are just always cold. We're just going to deal with that. And my husband's always like, you have horrible circulation. And I'm like, yeah, probably. (laughs) But, you know, it could have also been the fact that I was on ice literally most of my life. Um, so my feet are always cold. So warm socks, having nice wool, warm socks, um, really is a comfort level for me. So it all depends on what you want to do, you know, putting on comfy socks, getting in your comfy chair. If that gets you into writing mode, that is what's going to work for you. So the point to habits is to make sure that it's something you're going to do and you're going to repeat, right? So that your brain gets into the mode of, Ooh, we're drinking this tea. That means it's time to get creative. So you want to have certain things that you can anchor to and your senses are the best way for your brain to anchor. Because if you think about it, you know, um, as we have evolved, right, how did we learn these things? We learned based off of our senses. We learned if you hear this noise, predator coming, run right? You've also learned if you taste this weird taste, oh, that's a poisoned berry. We're probably going to die. So it's any of those. Um, we really do. Our, our brain still has a lot of the primitive actions that we can, once we know them and understand them, we can turn them and make them in our favor. So your senses, using your senses to create these habits is a great way for you to be able to be more productive in your writing. So when I say getting better at your writing and more productive, I mean the process from idea to published book is faster, okay? Um, we will have an entire episode on the the people or the writers that will tell you that the only way to be a good writer and the only way to make money as a writer is to write and publish a novel a month. We'll talk about that. (laughs) We will get there. There will be an episode on that because that is one of my pet peeves and we will talk about that. Um, But you don't have to write a novel in a month. You don't have to, right? You know, you can write a, a novel a year, a novel every two years, but if they're good quality, you will still make money off of them right? And if you do good marketing, or if you have a publisher that does great marketing, you will still make money off of them. So we will talk about that later, though. We'll get way more in depth in that later. But what you need to do for you as a writer, the best thing that you can do is to get your habits into place, understand your craft, and be good at your craft first. The money will come if you are good, right? No comedian who's ever just stepped onto the stage the first time became a millionaire as a comedian the first time. So you really want to develop your writing. You really want to get into your writing. And the best way to do that is to create a habit that you are going to stick to. Because the only way you can get better, especially as a writer, is going to be by writing, (laughs) right? The easiest way to do it is just to keep writing. All right, that's what I have for you guys today. Don't forget to follow me over on Instagram at the underscore dyslexic author. I have a whole lot of tips up there, a lot of videos, goofy stuff we do, things like that. So go ahead and check that out. 
Also, don't forget to leave me a review. Let me know how I'm doing. That's also one of the best ways to bump me up there so that I can get more listeners and we can have a bigger, better community and more you know, the more you review and give me like little comments on what you want to hear, the more I know what you want to hear as well. So that's all I have for you guys. I will talk to you later. Have a good one. Bye.